0: Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she is a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show.
1: Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy.
2: An inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio.
0: Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug here talking all things Disney. And Doug, one thing that you and I don't do a lot, but we'd like to do maybe more, maybe not you so much, is pin trading. Very popular. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Definitely a hot topic. My daughter is obsessed with pin trading. I know. I I can't really bounce too many ideas off you. No. I. You know, I buy some pins every now and then, like special
1: events, races. I get those. And tonight, I was looking before we recorded, like I was going to find my lanyard. I've noticed the last three trips, all the pins that I've bought are in various bags inside the same drawer. So that's how effective a pin collector I am. I almost take them out of the bag that still has the receipt with it. At least I got them
0: on the lanyard. Yeah, you're just step up for me. I So we're not the people to ask questions to, Derek. We are not, but pin no. trading is huge. I mean, it's all huge. over eBay. You go down there, everyone's got pin trading going on. You got lanyards. Honestly, my first Disney trip, it kind of blew me away a little bit. I felt... Uh, I was missing out on this, especially on the cruise line, so we decided to bring on a very special guest, and so we are welcoming Ryan. Thank you so much for being here. You're with the Disney Pins blog. So excited to have you talking about uh, all the fun things pin-related with Disney. Hey, guys. I'm uh, really happy to be here.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: Thanks for joining us. So, Ryan, let's start with you just giving us a little bit of background, your Disney background, if you will.
2: Yeah, so uh, I started going to Disney. My parents actually took me down uh, when I was eight years old. That was the first time I was at Disney. Um, I went there a few times, you know, when I was a kid. Uh, I caught the bug. I just loved going to Disney parks, always to Walt Disney World. I didn't go to Disneyland until later on in life. Um, and then high school happened, college happened. I got to go on a uh, another trip in college. I caught the bug again, and it's uh, contagious. Ever... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Uh, and then ever since uh, college, that was about eight to ten years ago. I've been going uh, very often ever since then.
1: Awesome! So a lot of background in Disney. Grew up in it. Caught the bug multiple times. Derek brought home a bug the last trip to Disney. He left that out of the trip report. So, but different kind of bug, the good kind. So, let's get to pins because that's why you're here. Let's just cut to the chase.
0: I feel like I should defend myself, but yeah, no, I. You, you look at me got, like yep, we got airplane. We got airplane sick. That was yep. Not on the trip oh, report. Sorry. You're right because it was after we recorded.
1: The airplane you almost didn't get on. To that's true. If you haven't listened to the trip report, the end of it where Derek describes getting from one airplane to another is the best thing you might possibly listen to in months.
0: But you want anyway. to the best? I carried all my pins in my backpack on the carry on, so oh. all my pins made it with me.
2: That's keeping it. them safe. I yep, like. Got to keep them safe. That's
0: priority number one. In fact, yeah. I will tell you what. I have a special place in my backpack for our pins that we do when we do pin trading down there. So, uh, you're more of an expert than I am. So, uh, tell us a little bit about you know the why the start, and then tell us a little bit more about the the trading and the collecting and just how people get started in this.
2: Yeah, I'll just kind of give you a background on how I even started getting into pins and how I started the site. After I had one of my trips, one of my college trips, I actually went down when I got one of my first full-time jobs for a class, a Disney Institute class I was down there for. And uh, I ended up checking out the pin trader store. It was downtown Disney at the time. And I thought it was so interesting seeing all, the, all of these different style of pins. And I saw these people collecting and trading in the parks. I didn't really know too much about them. And then after I got home on that trip, I researched online a little bit about pins and I saw there really wasn't many websites that had dedicated pin news. All of the pin releases that are released around the world are all in different locations and I thought it was kind of a mess and I all I wanted it in one location. So I figured why not just build a website myself. So I started the blog really just for myself to uh, just store all pin news in one central location uh, and then from there it kept growing and people started following along and now it is what it is today.
1: Now it's a massive blog, podcast, YouTube channel, all sources of media, social media. You're
0: everywhere.
2: All about Disney pins. Yeah, yeah it's it's pretty crazy. There's there's definitely a big following around uh, the pin trading community. We've hosted our own events in Orlando at on Walt Disney World property that pulled in like 250 people. So it, it's just, it's pretty wild.
1: This is crazy. So since it's it can be a little overwhelming for somebody just getting into it. Because it is, there's a lot of information as you just said. So
2: for someone that's new to pin collecting and trading, how would you recommend they start? So one of the main things that people always say whenever you're first getting into the pin trading hobby is just to focus on one thing. So uh, maybe it's a character or an attraction. For myself it was Tower of Terror because that's my favorite attraction. Uh, But most people will pick a character like Stitch. Focus on one thing because there's new pin releases all over the world. You have Hong Kong, Japan, Shanghai, um, There's specific ones in California specific cast member pins and it's it just it's impossible to co- collect everything So just focus on one thing ma- mainly your main interests people in the hobby will have main collections and then side collections um, Including myself. So like my main collections are Tower of Terror and Pirates of the Caribbean and I have many others <laughs>
0: I know for my daughter, she's only seven and already into pin trading. She goes into trips with a certain character she wants to get. So, like our last trip was Figment. And so she was able to find two Figment pins she was able to trade for. Uh, I always say DuckTales. So, I have one Dewey pin. Yeah. Still looking for DuckTales. So, if you have any you want to trade me, let me know. But uh, I, I just, I, it's fascinating how even at my daughter, just about be seven years old already into pin trading already gets it and already looking for those valuable collectibles so even though i'm
1: a horrible pin trader i'm looking at my wife's lanyard right now it's like 90 percent pluto so she's clearly better than me my lanyard is just like scatterbrained a little bit like adult adhd going on on my (laughs) lanyard so i am not a good example am i okay
2: so it's definitely rate. it's definitely tough. I, I recommend focusing on one thing, just because, like I said, that there there can be hundreds of pins released in one week through wow. all of Disney properties. So it's pretty intense.
1: Could one of those things, instead of like just a ride or a character, could you do like I know there's a series of hidden Mickey pins, where there's yep. like a little Mickey head, like those type of series. What is that kind of a good idea too?
2: Yeah, that's the uh, hidden Mickey pins are perfect. That. Really hidden Mickey pins entice new traders to come into the hobby and even older traders like myself I, I still love collecting hidden Mickey pins because they're first released on cast member lanyards You can't purchase oh, them so okay. that that entices people who are visiting Disneyland or Walt Disney World to go find cast members and trade a pin for one of these brand new releases and they mm-hmm. usually have two Waves of hidden Mickey pins released each each year um, to, it, In the past it was always January and July um it's it's starting to change up a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's a great way in the in the beginning to to really get in and it gets your feet wet with trading with cast members, um and, and you can get uh, you know, new exclusive pins that are only released on, on the cast member lanyards.
0: What I noticed this last time with cast members is especially they would have like, here's all the pins that we're showing, but I have one tucked behind. I won't tell you what it is, but if you trade me a pin you get it. And I'm one of those guys I'm like, trade it, what well, what I don't care what it is, just whatever I want it. <laughs> Uh, it could be anything. Could yeah. be what I'm trading you. Uh, so that's I'm sure that's where they can sometimes get some of those limited releases out.
2: Yeah, cool. a lot of cast members will will play like little games and and have one that's kind of flipped over. You can't see it, and it's yep. usually one that's more rare, which is cool.
1: Very cool. So it's a big, complicated world. You said there's pins released everywhere. What's
2: some of the pin trading lingo that you might need to know? There is a ton of it. Okay, um, there's Ready so much. There's so much lingo that we actually created a, a page on the blog that is specific for lingo. It's under our Pin Trading 101 section. Some of the more popular ones are like HM, which means Hidden Mickey. You'll see people write that a lot. Another popular one is you'll see online because there's a huge trading community online. People will uh, type in ISO. That means in, in, in search, search of. Yep. I, I, this just... Is- I evidently don't look
1: for anything to know that Wow, that seemed like a life lesson there Not just pins
2: (laughs) Yeah And there's also grail pins If you hear the word grail That means it's something that's very hard to find Usually it's expensive Um, Someone who is really, really in search of a grail pin It's usually low edition size, expensive pin Yeah And then there's also, of course, you have all the abbreviations For the different parks around the world Like HKDL, Hong Kong Disneyland Stuff like that
1: Okay so the regular Disney lingo kind of intermingles into the pin trading community a little bit
2: there yeah. too. Yep, there, there's a few that are pin-specific. Like Two others I'm thinking of right now are AP and PP. So if you get a pin on the back, it it might have a stamp on it that says AP or PP. AP means artist-proof, which means it's a pin that's one of 24. And then the PP wow. is even more rare. It's a pre-production pin, which is one of three.
0: Well, I got my lanyard right here, so I'm going to take out the rest of the podcast. And I'm just going to, try to go through see. what do I got.
2: I
1: don't, I don't have any PP. You don't have any no. PP, Doug. I don't have, to, I don't have any PP. right, so next question is, is there any pin trading etiquette that needs to be followed?
2: Yeah, they're, they're actually uh, – Disney has its own rules of, of uh, pin trading etiquette. Um, you can find it on their website. We also have it on ours. Um, some of the the typical things is you can only trade two pins per cast member per day. Whenever you go up to a cast member, you're not supposed to touch their pins. You're just supposed to say, "Hey, I want to trade this one for that one and point at it. The pin trading etiquette that Disney uses is mainly for pin trading with cast members in the mm-hmm. parks. What about, so they have they have a whole list of things.
0: What
1: about like trader to trader? Is there a certain etiquette you should use with your fellow collectors?
2: Yeah, some of the the higher end collectors who have massive pin books, um, I've seen some people who, if you're pin trading in a big room and you're carrying around your binders, um, you shouldn't set your binders on top of their pins. Some pin traders will get angry at that, especially because you you might have a binder that's full of, you know, WDI pins, which is Walt Disney Imagineering pins. Those are the, the hottest pins right now that some of them are worth, you know, $100, $200 per pin. So just just be aware of of people's pens. They they some of them are high end collectibles, and you don't want to you know scratch them or.
0: This could be our retirement fund, Doug. Yeah. that's how you got to look at yeah. this. Look at all those Pluto ones. There might be a PP in there that yeah you know, is going <laughs> to this... buy you a new home someday.
1: This is more like meeting with a stockbroker tonight, Derek, because it's more like about retirement investment.
0: Yep, this is there my new
1: strategy. I don't need that 401k anymore. Right. <laughs> Investing All right, on good. pins Next question I had Kind of already answered a little bit but What are some of the most popular type of pin sets To
2: trade The most popular popular category right now Is definitely WDI The Walt Disney Imagineering pins What, um, they what exactly
1: re- is that?
2: Explain so they are, they are Extremely limited edition pins They're usually LE 250 Which LE, that's another abbreviation Which means limited edition um, you'll have LE two fifties, LE three hundreds, and WDI pins can only be purchased by a cast member. Okay. So, oh. so the main store is actually in Glendale, California. You can uh, cast members are allowed to go in there and purchase these pins. And some of the hottest pins that were just recently released were it was a villain set, a 40 pin villain set, and then they did a heroin set, so like all the Disney heroines. Some of these pins, like I just saw a stitch pin, a stitch profile pin. Um, That was part of the Heroes Collection last week. It uh, was released for $18.95, sold out within about an hour or two, and then I saw it on eBay selling for $400. Oh, wow. See, we could yeah. retire on this We're guy. in the
1: wrong wrong business, Derek. Yeah,
2: yeah. so those are some of the, the hottest. And then, of course, you have the hot characters, like Ariel from Little Mermaid. She's definitely a, a popular one. Stitch is, is popular. Um, you mentioned DuckTales earlier. That's mm-hmm. That's a pretty popular collection. Yeah, anyone who you, like Moana as well, anything you would say is a popular Disney movie at that current time, like Coco, the, the pins are typically popular as well. So it follows the, kind of the same trends. What's yeah, exactly. hot is what's hot. So yeah, Wreck-It like, Ralph I, is coming back here in a couple months. It, it is. Yeah, Wreck-It Ralph pins are, are definitely uh, are pretty hot right yeah. now. A few so. years ago, it was Frozen. Like, you you could not go to Disney parks and, and find a Frozen pin because they're all sold out all the time. The retail, the the resale value on them was so high. It was crazy. Uh, but now the Frozen hype is over and you can get some of these pins that were selling for really high, um, you know, at a, a pretty reasonable price uh, just because the market fluctuates.
1: Yeah, it's mainly because people have let it go.
2: <laughs>
0: ah, well go. <laughs> oh, well played pun.
1: All right. Well, the sequel will be out and Frozen Mania will be back. So yep. um that will probably be the song in that, like we're back, not let it go. Yep. So any recommendations that you have for trading as a family?
2: Yeah, start small. Because it can get very expensive. Mm-hmm. Um we, so if, we if have I, figured
0: that out. Yes, it gets expensive yeah. fast.
2: Yes, yeah, totally. So if you have your family of four and you're you know, going to Walt Disney World or Disneyland and you want to get started in pin trading um, the best way is to buy inexpensive pins, which would be like collectible pin packs. Some of these pins you can get between like five and six dollars. Uh, that's the most inexpensive way to get started in the hobby. Um, another thing I recommend is if you have a car and you're in Orlando, go to the uh, Character Warehouse. It's oh. a Dis- it's an official Disney outlet store. You can get some pins there for ninety nine cents, and they're real, authentic Disney pins. Um, I do not recommend buying pin lots on eBay or Amazon because most of those, unfortunately, are fake pins. They're scrapped from uh, China. We, we have some tips as well for um, families starting out. Just start small. Try to buy inexpensive pins because your kids are probably going to you know, trade them away on cast member lanyards anyways.
0: Yep, we've done that where we've bought some pin packs, five, six randoms in a pack, and uh, all those my kids use on the trip then to trade for what they want. Right. So we, I agree. That's a good idea.
2: And Disney also makes uh, pin trading starter sets as well for fan, you know for anyone who actually wants to get started in the in the hobby. It comes with a lanyard and typically four to five pins to get started with.
0: And I think people should know that the cast members, they have to trade with you. So if you're like this pin for that pin, they have to do it. Even if it's like a downgrade. Uh, The only one we've ever gotten hit up with is uh, there's a cast member with a service dog. And the dog only trades dog pins. Which I thought was so cool because he had a, a pin pack on him. And I was like, I want to trade with you. And so I had to find a dog pin and trade with the dog uh, just to say I did it. Probably lost on that deal somehow with the pin. but uh, Traded with the dog, Trade Traded Derek. with you the dog. It. That, that <laughs> was a win. That's chuck, Check that off the bucket list. Uh, there you go. But, yeah, they yeah. do have to trade. They, the cast member cannot say, no, yep. I want to keep my duck tails. Or I want to keep, like, that figment pin my daughter pulled. Like Even the cast member's like, that's a huge pin. And I was like, I, I know. And, and they can't keep that one. Right. Any other tips on trading with
1: cast members
2: yeah uh, the the big one right now, which I'm hopefully we're starting to see a change here in the hobby. but a lot of cast member majority of cast member pins in the ones you'll find on the boards at like resorts in uh, gift shops, unfortunately, majority of the pins are fake wow. they're typically hidden Mickey pins. So there's lots of videos out there, lots of blog posts on identifying a fake pin. But I'm starting to see a change in the hobby right now because Disney is releasing more hidden Mickey pins. So I think they're trying to push out the uh, the scrapper problem that's been going on for the past couple of years. That's the big one. Just do a little research before you're at the parks trading. There's many videos on YouTube that you can look, just search in like fake Disney pins. And there's there's a ton of them you can find to identify these pins.
1: That's a very good thing to know watching out for those scrappers Mm -hmm. and those fake ones. So now that we've talked about, like, getting into it, how to start as a family, individual, how to get going, if you're ready to take it to the next level, like, beyond just your one or two things you're going to collect, what's your advice for diving into the deep end?
2: Yeah, if you want to dive right in, attend some pin trading events. Okay. So there's lots around the country and even uh, globally at different, you know, Disney parks around the world. Uh, But there's many people that just, uh, they start their own pin meets and uh, their location. Like I know some people, we advertise a lot of the different ones. Um, There's some in New York City, New Jersey. There's lots in Florida, California. It's an awesome time to go to these events and pin trade with other guests, meet other people, talk about pins, everyone who has that same common interest in the hobby. Um, Another thing is online. If you aren't near one of these events or you don't live in California or Florida, you can't get to the parks. There's a huge community online of pin traders. There's lots of dedicated Facebook groups. Um, If you have an Instagram account, there's tons of pin trading Instagram accounts. We actually have our own Facebook group as well. So there's a whole online community if you want to trade pins online as well. Awesome.
0: There's probably gonna be a lot place. of uh, loyalty involved. It's like I'm mailing you a pin, you're gonna mail me back a pin. A lot of trust.
2: Yep, mm-hmm. totally. Usually when people are, are dealing with a trade or or buying pins online, they'll you know do it through PayPal. Like you know, goods and services, so you're covered. You, know, you there there is a there is a trust factor there. Um, there's actually some pin trading groups that you can look up people to see if they're a good pin trader or not. There's mm-hmm. like, like my well, Uber
1: rating. Yeah. 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 Uh, they're not gonna pick me up anymore, probably. But you know, maybe. <laughs> Very cool. That that is yeah. the Derek. We're gonna have to organize uh, pin trading for all of our Plutos and Aerials and Ducktails pins.
0: I'm trying. To, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to get. I need to get more of those. Yep.
1: We need to we'll book a room, and the masses will come. I think we're. I'll advertise
2: it. it for you guys. It'll be a great time. Yes. All, all right. right. I'm excited. All right. That's we'll do we we could
0: know. do a Nebraska pin trading event.
2: Yes. All right. There you go. I don't know anyone out there who's doing one, so you guys could be the first. Ooh, We're starting some on new trend board. setting.
0: There. All right.
1: I like it. <laughs> All right, on moving on, uh, before we start committing ourselves to things we can't accomplish. All right, which is better for pin trading?
2: Disneyland or Disney World? This is this hurts me a little bit to say because well Disney World is my home park, but California is where it's at. Disneyland is definitely better for pin trading uh, The hobby is bigger out there in California just because that is you know somewhat of a locals park Disneyland yeah. uh, So you'll have a lot of people who live you know in South, southern California visiting Disneyland, you know weekly and uh, they, they have you know all their pins. They have groups out there They they do trading it's on Sundays at, at the picnic tables there every week There's just more locals there. So you have more traders and they release I think they release more pins out in California, and you also have the store in uh, Hollywood, the Disney Soda Fountain store. It's called Disney Studios mm-hmm. Store Hollywood now. They have their own pin releases there. So yeah, California definitely has a bigger pin trading crowd. Florida is is gaining, I think, uh, with you know some of their special events that uh, they're having there, and of course they have the the largest pin event of the year in Florida. Um, but overall, I would say California is is a little bit better for pin trading.
1: So these special events, you kind of mentioned how to find out them. Like your blog is a great way to find out about them. Are they all kind of the unofficial, or are there a lot of official events too?
2: Now, yeah, Disney has their official events. Um, they do quarterly events, which are which is called Pin Trading Night. And they have those both at Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Uh, the Disneylands, are, I think, are actually in the park in Tomorrowland, and then the Walt Disney World Pin Trading Night. Is at uh, Disney's Coronado Springs Resort in one of their ballrooms. Um, I, I've attended a lot of the pin trading night at uh, Walt Disney World. I try to hit up everyone. They have special releases there. They're usually themed, like they did a Peter Pan anniversary release. They did a Aladdin anniversary release. Um, they just had a a Wally anniversary release. So they have themed pins for these uh, pin trading nights, and it's put on by Disney. It's usually like a four um, hour event, and uh, those are quarterly. And then the big event is once a year. It's been happening since pin trading has been around since the year 2000. And it's always usually in like late summer time frame. It's at Epcot in the big convention center there, the World Showcase Convention Center, which is uh, in between the UK and Canada pavilions. There's a big uh, convention space back there. And that's usually a three-day event. They open up. There's cast member trading in there, special merchandise, special pin releases, and then a big space for people to set off their pins and trade with other guests. When is this Gosh. event? Um, it's every year, usually late. August. like this last one was uh, august twenty third, I believe it was. And it was a fr- it was Friday Saturday Sunday event. Um, they haven't announced the next year's date yet. Um, I think they're waiting on or they're playing around the the big d twenty three expo out in California, wow. hmm. that uh, yeah. that event is late August, which is usually around the same time frame as the the pin event. So I think uh, next year's will probably be either in July or September. And we already know the theme of that event, which is very popular. People are excited about it. It's called Disney Fairy Tales, like tales like an animal. Hmm. So it's going to probably be lots of uh, animal Disney animal-themed pins. That could, More be, people... that could be
0: the fourth festival for Epcot right there. Really? Just be a month of pin trading. Just... Oh, yeah,
1: I love that. They just take over that summer dead spell, yep. loose the pins. Yeah, there, instead, of food, the instead of they food instead of food
0: you got you got pins.
2: Yeah. And new idea here, guys.
1: Yep. We we basically just feed the imagineers everything they need to do. Exactly. The future, and they just listen sh- and it gets done. That's how that Rope drop the radio works. We really should. We're not on the <laughs> payroll though at all. We're not. Well they get <laughs> why not milk the thing.
0: cow when you get it for free kind of thing. Yeah,
1: they're not they, gonna they pay listen
0: and, and hear it. Yep. One
1: last Question here. You mentioned pin releases. How do you find out about, like, how do you find out about the pin releases in order to put them on your blog? And, like, are they released not just at Disney locations? Are there third parties involved in a lot of Disney pins?
2: Yeah. So, there's a ton of pin releases every single day. Some of them I found out from actually Disney themselves. I actually have, like, a a relationship with Disney, and they'll let me know with upcoming releases. And then others... People will just tell me they'll um, if someone's out like at a hot topic and they find a pin there, they'll just private message me and let me know what the pin is. I'm con- myself. I'm constantly searching all of my social networks and different websites I-, I go to to find new releases to try to get them up as soon as possible. Um, I-, I have a good team of bloggers that also helps out as well. Uh, just constantly looking at all the different websites because you'll find Hong Kong pin releases on the Hong Kong site, Paris on the Paris site. You know, studio store, they only release them on their Facebook page. Um, WDI is on the cast member site called The Hub. So I just take all of this information and try to put it in one central location. So yeah, a lot of it's just me looking around. Research. Disney, Disney telling me yeah, tons of research. Yeah, lots of work. It's, just, it's nonstop every wow. day.
1: There's not a magical email from Bob Iger. Is
2: that what you're saying? <laughs> no, or I wish. Anybody... That would be nice. I don't know. Just naming yeah. people. I would like that. But no. All
1: right. Well, I thought maybe maybe yeah. Tinkerbell had some sort of pixie dust. Just, you just do a lot of work. That's what yeah, that is. Yeah, it's, it's okay. a lot of work.
2: And then also the third party I want to mention as well, because it's not, it's not only uh, Disney properties that will release pins. Right now, the big one is Box Lunch Stores. I'm not sure if you guys have them out there or not. It's owned nope. uh, by Hot Topic. We do have hot topic. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Box lunch is kind of up and coming, but they they do online pin releases and also in store pin releases. Um, hot topic is another one. Um, I'm trying to think what else. There, there's a few others, but it's slipped my mind right now. But those those are the two big ones that Does are, are Hallmark party. do. Hallmark do. Pin? Yeah. Yeah. That's they, another one. They uh, have their itty bitties. Yeah. They, they they do some pin releases as well.
1: we've gotten an itty bitty pin of a Tano i think ooh, that's maybe a, good it's just a doll. i don't know nice. i could be imagining things it's my daughter's but ah, yeah, nice. anything as so katana we own we we own you cool. just
2: need to put her in a movie already there so oh just imagine one more thing uh comic cons that's another big one. Ooh. Oh yeah we they need to do go pin releases there. yeah they do pin releases with all the different comic cons like san diego um tampa bay is coming up this weekend there's some marvel pin releases there that we're covering uh new york so
0: awesome that's great yeah. actually i really love your blog it's going to be in the show notes disney pins with an s uh, blog.com really fun my only problem with it right now is that i've been really hunting for a couple different ducktales pins and you have them and i was excited but they're like 175 bucks the other one's 95 bucks what is yeah. it that rare of a pin to get like because that's been the pin i've been looking for it's, it's hard to find and i finally found it on your blog and i was like yes and it's expensive yeah,
2: those ducktail pins are are pretty rare right now um so i think you're thinking of the ones that were in my store I, I put those in last night and one actually just sold, sold here about an hour ago which is crazy
0: it was not by me by the way i did not spend a hundred dollars yeah. on a pin i know my wife it's is listening clarifying to the that show. Madison right now just let me <laughs> you know
2: but yeah all those prices are just like market prices i always go off of ebay sold listings for our store so i mm-hmm. make things really fair and i always try to do the prices a little bit lower than uh ebay sold listings so yeah it's just the market price
0: that's what we gotta be on the hunt for how how often do you you kind of sometimes can get a rare pin from a cast member
2: oh from a cast member is very rare yeah just because most of their stuff is hidden mickeys occasionally once in a blue moon you'll find a uh a limited release or limited edition pin on a cast member but yeah it's pretty it's pretty rare so that's that's the beginning level if you want to get into the deep you
0: got to go to all the pin events Doug, I think we gotta make a trip down to Epcot. We do for uh, pin the pin thing.
2: Yeah, you guys should come next summer. Sounds
1: sounds like we gotta get into this. So before we do the lightning round, I was thinking we could. I I was gonna mention what my favorite pin is that I have.
0: Ooh, uh, I have to look at mine because
1: we got our very sad collections out. We can contain our collections in our hands, right? Yep. Um,
0: Oh, I got sure another Ryan's lanyard not, too.
1: I have multiple lanyards, but I can put them all on my arms, right? Yep. Ryan, you're not. You're not carrying all of your collection at once, are you? No, no I can't how I, you
2: organize it. Yeah, I have or pins all over the pins. place. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I have, I
2: have seven paper? cork boards. Okay. Yeah, I have. Yeah, seven cork boards. Yeah. I got pin books. Yeah. So, I have
1: one I just mentioned other than my year of a million dreams pens those are pretty cool we like to get one from the resorts we stay at but we've stopped doing that because well done with that other than old Key West and the cabins at Fort Wilderness we've done everything else so nice. I have I'm going to show it to the guys this is great radio I'm showing you a pin right now of Star Wars Day at Sea the inaugural sailing limited edition we are on the very first sailing
2: so of That's course a good pin to have.
1: Three months in advance, I had to buy my pin because they sold them all in advance. And then there were stacks of them on the ship. They made it sound like if you don't buy this in advance, it's going to evaporate. And then they just had stacks sitting there. And I was like, "Well, oh, can I get another one? Nope, there's a limit of one. I'm like, okay, I'm Jeez. too lazy to have my wife come back and get one. But <laughs> yeah. I should have. I should have. Uh-huh. I realize that now the investment was failed. But, so that's mine. My uh, only one that I think – I don't know. It's probably more emotionally valuable. Than anything yeah. else, but you know, that matters. So, Derek, what about you?
0: Wow, well, on mine, uh, the I got
1: one you're buying right now,
0: I do well, yeah, the one I'm buying. I do have a DuckTales one that I it's the beginning of my DuckTales collection, so I do love that one, especially because my daughter is who found it for me and she knows that's what I've been pursuing the last few trips. Uh, the other one I like, I, I got one, it's I know it's very common, Darth Vader, it says number one dad, but my kids got me that that's one, true. and that was that was one of my first pins. And got me into it. It's at the bottom of the lanyard because it's one of the first ones. And so I, I love that one uh, because it's just got a lot of sentimental value to it.
1: Ryan, do you have a couple that stick out in your mind? Like you would never trade them. I mean, yeah, I,
2: I have one up here on my on my pin board that I absolutely love. It's a, um, like I said before, I'm a big Tower of Terror fan. And I have this pin. It's a, uh, a hinge pin, stained glass on the front. And it has the uh, HTH, Hollywood Tower Hotel logo on the front. And you open it up on the inside is it is the actual lobby and there's goofy there like behind the desk. It's a beautiful pen. It's a low edition size, I believe, but yeah, I I absolutely love it. It's really, really nice. What's the uh, retail value on that on eBay? I'd say probably around 75 if I had to guess. Mm -hmm. Nice. uh, Doug, I I like what what you mentioned though, with the, um, the memory you have around the pen. I I think that that's important. And well, you know, draws a lot of people into actually buy a pin. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you, know, you have some people that are just like the collectors; they want it for the value, or just they they love that character. And then there's the other um, side of it where you're buying a pin from based off of a memory. So I love going to like food and wine festival, flower and garden festival. I want to remember that trip. In your case, you want to remember your your Disney cruise, your Star Wars cruise. Mm-hmm. So you buy that pin, and you have that memory. And, you know, you think of that trip. So I think that's uh, that's important. And that's what's cool about, you know, pins. It makes my lanyard
1: – that makes my lanyard feel a lot less scatterbrained now.
2: Now I feel better about
1: my lanyard because I, I look at, like, you know, Mickey's Not-So-Scary from 2008. I remember dressing up as a pirate at the last minute because we didn't realize adults dressed up yet. And then I got all my race pins. And those mainly yep. just remind me of blisters and pain and ice baths.
0: Well, oh, I'm, I'm looking at my Castaway Key 5K pin, and I'm like, that's... I'm ready to go back and run that anytime. And, yeah, Disney Dr- or the Dream, and same thing. I, I love getting pins that just remind me of the trips. Mickey's Not So Scary, this last one got that. I always tell my kids, they, you know, we give them a limit on souvenirs, but their one pin is bought by dad, and you, you get one, you know, almost no cost, uh, you know, just find one
2: that you really love. Nice. I love that. Very cool. Very well, cool. I feel like we
1: are ready for the lightning the round. The lightning round. All right. Ryan, are you ready for the lightning round? So I'm this ready. Is, I'm a little nervous. It's, well, there's a score. You may fail. You may pass. We don't know You're your answers. So it's your favorite Disney, Pixar, Star Wars, Marvel, however you need to answer it. Some people just give us one really quick, like a lightning round in tents. Other people give us five-minute answers for each one. So please, please try to avoid that. But you can give us two if absolutely necessary. So... Here we go. What is your favorite Disney, Pixar, uh, the others movie?
2: Movie? Uh, Peter Pan. Peter Pan. Excellent
1: choice. Mm-hmm. We'll allow
2: that one. We'll score a, a few points for that. Can, can I do a Pixar one as well? You sure can. The uh, rules it's right, are Ratatouille. 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 So are yeah, you very
1: it. excited about the addition to Epcot?
2: I am. I can't wait for it. Have you been to Paris to be on the ride? No. Nope, Nope, haven't. Favorite Disney character? Or others. I really like Baymax right now. It changes, but uh, I like, I'm really into Baymax. Solid choice. Mm-hmm. I like yep. All right, villain. I'm not big on villains, but if I had to pick one, uh, Chernabog. Cool. Big bad.
1: Like he's probably the biggest mm-hmm. baddest of them all. Right? <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> if if anybody's read the Kingdom Keepers books, he's he's the big the big bad dude in those. Nobody. Nobody's read those, have you? I haven't, no. No, you're not reading children's books? Okay.
0: Well, they're <laughs> like teen novels. I read them too. my You're children. going down the wrong, yeah, wrong rabbit hole. Back, back to the, so the lightning round. Stuff. All
1: right. Uh, all right. Favorite park?
2: Epcot. Hands down. Because so of I the pin trading. Maybe it. a small piece of that. I, I just love World Showcase.
1: All right. Um, favorite Disney classic attraction? You define classic.
2: Pirates of the Caribbean. Good choice. Okay. Yep. The film. Disneyland version. Okay. Yep. All
1: right. Yeah. We there's always the co- like the follow up to that answer. Yep. Uh, favorite modern attraction.
2: Uh, does Tower of Terror count? Yep. Yes. That, is that a modern? Yeah. That's it, my favorite.
1: You define modern. Yep.
2: Tower we don't Terror, age Hollywood people on Studios. this
1: show. <laughs> um.
2: All right. Favorite Disney resort. That that's top. I I love uh contemporary and boardwalk. I'd say those are my two favorite. If I had to pick one, it probably be contemporary great choice i love that resort
1: yeah if you would have said boardwalk we would have just ended the show there no you hate it oh yeah i you'll have to listen to my trip report i don't know we just have the worst like luck at the boardwalk we love the beach club though so yeah it's the same location
2: right yeah they're all over there it's nice yeah i love the location all right favorite counter service restaurant casey's corner magic kingdom that that's a first, Derek.
1: That is
0: a first, I don't think we which first is funny one. because that's like my least favorite counter service.
2: Every right. every trip, I have to go there and get a hot dog or the little uh, uh, corn dog nuggets. So did, good.
1: Did you eat there when you were a child? Um, like, did
2: your no? I don't take? think so. Yeah, when so my parents is, took me, we always ate the Cosmic Rays. So this is yeah. a conscious decision you made as an adult. Oh yeah, I love oh. hot dogs. I'll okay, use you're a, a hot dog just, just get a classic hot dog, um, and I just tried one of those crazy ones. It was the. It had uh, queso cheese and Cheetos on top of it. <laughs> yeah, that's that crazy.
1: That's, yeah, that, yep. it was good. Okay. <laughs> All right. This is why we asked the questions. The listeners can learn crazy <laughs> hot dogs. They are approved by Ryan. Favorite table service restaurant?
2: Uh, California Grill on top of Contemporary.
1: Okay. I yep,
2: cool love it up there.
1: too, folks. That gets double points. All yep. right. Favorite Disney
2: snack? Probably a Dole Whip. Actually, another, another one for thing. Doug. The dual whip float, though. Like, I like the float oh, version. Yeah, the float's definitely it, the best.
1: Yeah. So, in a pinch, say I'm short a dollar, I just, you can get the regular Dole whip, but always float if you can. Gotta go for the float. All right. Sorry, Derek. It's okay. You know, my call. See, I didn't tell him to pick that either, by the way, folks. I, I did not solicit that answer. All right. Favorite Disney drink?
2: Can this be alcoholic? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's the, um,. The shrunken zombie head at Trader Sam's.
0: I have sounds not good. had that, but that sounds what good. All,
1: what all is in a shrunken head? You
2: know? <laughs> I don't know the what? typical ingredients, but it has lots of pineapple and rum in it. I think yeah. it's like like 151 rum in it, so it's perfect. Sounds it's, good. I, I will drink rum. that. Yes. I will take it. that. Yes. It's, it's very good. All
1: right. And last but not least, a Disney bucket list item.
2: My ultimate goal is to visit every uh, Disney park around the world. It's a good one. Excellent. Yeah, that's the, that's the ultimate life goal. Uh, so far, I only have Disneyland and in Florida, so. You got two. Yeah. That's you're a good your, start. It's, you're,
0: you're, it's like beginning moment. pin trading. You've gone to those two. Now it's time to venture out.
1: Yeah. That's, that's where I'm at right now. And we got plans to start inching our way overseas next summer. So we're taking nice. the next step. So you just follow along. Okay. I need to take that next step. All right. And you have survived. The lightning round,
2: congratulations. Cool. I got yeah. an A+. Plus.
0: And thank you so much, Ryan, for being on the show. I think uh, this week on our social medias, we'll, of course, link to you. But let's see some. Uh, we're going to ask some questions. We want you, our listeners, to show us your favorite pins. So take a picture, and we'll put a post up to get everyone to interact. And, Ryan, you can take a picture of that Tower tear Terror one because I want to see that.
1: Yeah, I'm curious now. Huh? Yep. Yep.
0: Oh, wait, sure. you don't have to show us right now. You, you, I want to wait and see it on social. So Oh, so everybody can see everyone it? Everyone can like, see can it at I the same it? time, yep.
1: I just all right, like I'll post it, sure. I like to show pictures during radio, and everybody <laughs> loves that. So, Ryan, why don't you tell everybody how to find you, where to find you, what all they can find you on real quick, a little recap.
2: Yeah, it's uh, pretty easy, just com. That's the main website. That's where we post all of the pin news first. It always appears on the website first. Um, then of course we distribute on this on our social channels on Facebook that you can find us We have a page on there. Just Disney pins blog. Uh, we have a Facebook group. That's called the Disney pins blog community uh, We're on Twitter Disney pins blog Instagram. Just Disney pins blog uh, YouTube, of course, I do lots of unboxing videos on there and park vlogs and uh, We have the podcast which is on iTunes Google Play on the website and on YouTube the DPB podcast
1: so go check all that out if you're listening to us for the first time because you're here for the pins. Hopefully, you'll stay. Derek and I usually know more about what we're talking about. Yeah, this just, is a first for, for us, the record. But... Yeah, this is. We, uh, we usually knew more, but we like to have fun on Rope Drop Radio. So hopefully, if you came here for I, Ryan, you'll I think sometimes check that
0: when out. I go into those pin stores, I'm so overwhelmed because it's like one of one thousand.
1: I feel better now, though. I do.
0: Well, the worst is when I tell my kids, "You can each pick out one pin," and we're there for four and a half hours because they're overwhelmed <laughs> on which ones they want yeah. to pick
1: out. That's a different kind of problem, though. Yes, that's a whole yeah. different
0: podcast. That's a parenting. <laughs> I podcast. start
1: a timer. And I hold it up, and I can see it. Like, one minute, and it's counting down. And so they'll end up with whatever is just in their hand. It's a horrible strategy. Like, one time my daughter got, like, Aurora. And like, you picked Aurora. I don't even like Aurora.
2: It was in my hand. Like,
1: should have been smarter with your minute.
2: Yeah. Got to go fast in that pin store. Yep. Thank you guys so much for having me on, though. I really appreciate it. we Will do. Thank you. And I'll put
0: all your information in the show notes, so be sure to click down there. And uh find everything that you do i love your blog uh when you come down on some ducktales pins you let me know uh where Still i can do. find it. my wife listening right now is like yeah where well, that's the uh the ten fifteen range so the knockoff ones that's where i'm going for at the moment no <laughs> uh, but seriously we love it and i, I look forward to hopefully uh, trading with you someday yeah for sure thank you so much thank you again for being on and if you would like to take a magical disney vacation or maybe trade some what pluto pins With uh, Michelle, she'd be happy to do both those with you. Her email is in the show notes and can hook you up with all sorts of reservations and maybe some pin trading tips. Maybe if you got a good Pluto pin, she'd be interested in hearing about that. But again, her email is in the show notes. Be sure to follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and our website, www.ropedroppers.com. But for Doug McKnight, I'm Derek Sassman. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.